It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the light. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd! <laughs> Just a quick warning. How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey, y'all, it's Wednesday, and Chrissy's not here, and I'm in charge, except that Brian is here. You're still in charge. <laughs> here or not, this does not change anything. So, guys, it's a little bit different this week. I'm going to um, be one, one chromosome different, specifically. One chromosome different. Oh, it takes a lot more than that to be um, different than Chrissy. Um, I'm going to start off with a little bit of... Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Okay, so housekeeping. Last week, Chrissy was alluding to the fact that she was going to go somewhere, but we didn't know where. We said, where in the world is Chrissy now? Um, (laughs) And it turns out she did discover where she was going to go, and she went to Montana. She went to glacier national park among other places and she has been out hiking and exploring and um, we're going to check in with her in a few minutes and find out how things are going um but before we do that um i'm going to have guest host this week so today brian who formerly was known as hot brian and now you're just brian i've lost all my luster (laughs) the uh if you track my from the first appearance to today like poor Brian, I just I I listen to the show from like a third party perspective. I'm like, man, that guy is just taking a beating. He's, he's now he's just you know a stand in like a spare tire. I'm like, I'm like a donut on the car. I think I I personally love your storyline on this show. I, I it's highly amusing to me. I'm no longer hot. I'm just <laughs> you're just Brian. Just me. I love how you went from being hot Brian to like, oh, we're so excited that Brian is here to where now it's like, oh, and Brian was there. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for being a good sport. I do my best. And thank you for coming and um, doing a best, your best Chrissy impression today. I'm speaking probably, of Chrissy, what's... <laughs> I was going to say, what is she doing? Let's. You want to give her a call? She went to Montana. Yeah. I, I have to confess, I am I am green with envy on this trip. I am too. I have followed her on social media and she has seen and done some things that I'm not going to blow any surprises for the audience, but my goodness... I mean, just a cool, cool experience. Oh, yeah. Here she is. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to pick up the Domino's phone. pizza. I'm jealous, too. Yeah. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. Chrissy, well, pick up. Hey. Hey. Hey, love bugs. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. What, what time is it there? It's 8.30 here. <laughs> so you just got out of bed? Or you been up and going for a while? Not, not even. No. Like, I, no. <laughs> Zero we, productivity. We were just talking smack about you. And, I'm sure, and a little bit of you know of uh, you know hey, hey, those who are jealous always sort of lash out. <laughs> what Heather and I decided is we're both we're both jealous of you, so we're picking on you since you're not here to defend yourself and you're somewhere we both wish we were. Yeah, then you're going to get picked on just a little. Well, I can't wait. How nice! How nice <laughs> that my 
that my that my dear ones who I miss and that I'm calling because I wanted to hear your lovely voices just want to talk shit about me. Thank you. Well, we are both envious of um, your current location because it's absolutely beautiful, and we can't wait to hear how things are going out there. What have you got to share with us? Oh, it's so good. So our listeners now know that I did leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I am in Montana currently, and um, I flew into Kalispell, which is uh, close to Glacier National Park, and I went over to uh, West Glacier's open. The east side is closed for COVID, so I spent all of my time in West Glacier National Park. It was absolutely beautiful. It's just hiking and waterfalls and lakes, and um, I saw a bear, and... <gasps> Yeah, tell yeah, the tell yeah. the bear story. That's that's. I purposely did not look at your stuff on Facebook because I wanted to have authentic um, reactions to your stories. It wasn't like she saw it from across the river. Tell a story. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like that at all. Um, I actually I started up a trail called the Sperry Chalet Trail, which takes you up to a burned out old um, chalet up on a hill. And as I started that trail. There were all these notices, and they said, like, you know, you're entering grizzly country. You better have your bear spray. Bear oh, spray is basically yeah. like a pepper spray that's like a fog, mm-hmm. so it kind of creates a barrier between you and the bear. Mm-hmm. And I had that stuff, but I was also alone, and it was a rainy day, and I just felt like there weren't very many people on the trail, and I didn't want to go do that. It just felt too risky to me, and I literally looked over to the side and saw, like, a sawed-off log laying in the grass, and I thought it was a bear, and I'm like, this is not for me. I'm going to go do something nice and safe instead. Right? Oh, is this foreshadowing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be ironic in a minute? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little technique we use in storytelling. <laughs> She's creating a barrier. <laughs> You guys are dipshits. Um, okay. Go on. So so I go back to the trailhead, and the trailhead that I was parked at was the Lake McDonald Lodge, and it's this big, beautiful lodge. Everything's closed for the season, um, but, you know, you can wander around the property. So I went down, and there's all these beautiful rocks, and a little, like, you're walking right through the river into the lake, you know. There's little footbridges. It's beautiful. And I'm down there, and I'm playing, and there's a few other people and I see some people who have figured out how to go out around some outbuildings and get down on the other side of the lake, the lake that the, the part that's harder to access. Uh-huh. I walked out over there, and I'm like, I'm going to walk the whole edge of this lake. So the the quote beach of this lake is kind of like a 15 foot wide. It's just rock. Okay. You know, like big big gravel, pretty rock. Mm-hmm. You know, and. So you're, you're real crunchy as you go through it. You're making a lot of noise, which was really good because you need to make noise so that bears know you're there. Bears right. don't like you to sneak up on them. No, they don't like that. Uh, they, they don't like that. They don't care for that. So I just decided I'm going to walk the edge of the lake as far as I can go, and I take off, and I'm probably several football fields away from the next nearest person. Everybody else kind of stayed back by the lodge and right around the little beachy area there. And I'm pretty far down the lake. And uh, I leaned over to look at this weird little rock. It was like a whole bunch of rocks stuck together. It was just kind of funky. And I leaned over to look at it. And when I stood back up, I heard a sound. And I glanced over. And right at the edge of the beach, it kind of became forest. 
and there's a bear there, a black bear. Oof. And he's standing there, and he's looking at the lake, and he's looking at me, and he yawned. And I didn't know later. He saw you? There's, oh, he saw me way before I saw him. There was yeah. interspecies it's, eye contact. So the yeah, bears don't like you to sneak up on them, but they're totally cool with sneaking up on you. Apparently, they're totally fine with sneaking up on you. They well, think that's totally great. They didn't ask our so, opinion. <laughs> and, and we didn't make a lot of eye contact, Brian, because I, I read. I read before I went. Right. You're prepared for what you're going to do with bears. You're not supposed to make eye contact no. with bears. But I definitely made... They'll make eye contact with you. I definitely made eye contact with his teeth. I saw him <laughs> his teeth. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I didn't, I, I really didn't know until later because I went back and read about it that when they clack their teeth, that's a sign of aggression. I oh. thought he was just, like, yawning and stretching it out. I didn't know. Um, apparently, he was telling me, I don't really care for you, and you should probably go away. So I started to back up. Um, my heart was just racing so fast, you guys. <laughs> I can't even explain to you how scared I was. So I just started to back up toward where the people were, and... I didn't run because I knew I wasn't supposed to run. I really wanted to run, but I didn't. Um, and I just started to back away, and I backed away, and then he started walking the way that I wanted to go that I no longer had the option of doing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, away went the bear, and I went back, and everything was fine. How big was it? Bear size. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I sort of equate them to like uh, I've seen a I've seen a bear out in the wild. Um, from a safe distance, and I would say it was about as big as like a dishwasher, like a big bulky. Oh no, much bigger than. A okay, dishwasher. so that's like I would say a big Florida bear is like dishwasher size. Yeah, you're that's like what I would expect. This you, bear was like uh, like a refrigerator, it was like 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 love seat size long, oh, a little tall, but that's a big that. bear, taller taller than me, taller than uh, me. So, so fridge size, length of a love seat. That's a big yeah, dang bear, dude. Yeah. It was a big bear. He was a big bear. By using the universal bear sizing chart of, of appliances. appliances and furniture, <laughs> right. it would be a love seat sized bear. It's like the same thing they do with asteroids, and they tell you this right. asteroid is as big as a Volkswagen. This asteroid is yeah. as big as a school bus. Well, it's like when you're pregnant yeah. and they tell you that your baby is now as big as a grape or it's as big as a cantaloupe. Right, exactly. A peanut. <laughs> Almond. Right. Um, so. Golly. So did you spend, how much time did you spend studying up on like, you know, you know, the likelihood of bear maulings and things like that? Because you, black bears, there was a dull joke about bears. If you're going to go, you know, hiking in the woods with bears, you want to like, you know, wear jingle bells and, right. and so they don't yeah. and, and carry yeah. pepper spray. Yeah. And sing. And if you yeah. find bear poop, you can always tell like if it's a black bear versus a grizzly bear because a black bear poop, they're usually car- um uh, they're uh, herbivores. So you have, like black bear poop will have like berries and nuts and grass in it. And um, grizzly bear poop will have, you know, jingle bells and it'll smell like pepper spray. <laughs> I was going to say it'll have like fingers and right, right. <laughs> oh my eyeballs in it because they had just eaten a person. I will tell you guys, I was so glad that it wasn't a grizzly. I mean, the black bears get a much better rap. Yeah. yeah. It, They're like the yogi bear friendly. Right. Yeah. Take them a picnic basket. pretty good though. Still, like, And, you know, I got to tell you. Every freaking Montana dude that I've met out here is like, everybody would die to have an interaction with a bear in Glacier National Park. It's everyone's dream. And I'm like, you know what? It wasn't my dream. Like, well, I, like don't, don't tell me how lucky I am. <laughs> <laughs> to, like, everyone 
tell you that for the day after, I would say three days after, even even yesterday I did a fairly urban hike. And you better believe whenever the trail like got away from the road <laughs> and, you know, being near a river, being near anything, I, I am on bear high alert. I really, truly am. I, it, I think it's going to be a while before I wow. can think. That's a story you tell. A bear to sneak up on me. That's a story you probably tell everyone you meet for the next forty-eight hours too. Like, yeah. you know, hey, so where are you from? Oh, my name's Chrissy. I'm from Florida. <laughs> I've been here for two days. I saw a bear That's yesterday. Right. It was big. Here's the whole story. <laughs> Everybody's gonna get the bear story yeah. for like you know. Let's let's still see refresh. Brian, that's funny because literally, like, first of all, as soon as I got back and saw the first human beings, there were like, <laughs> I saw a bear, I saw a bear, I saw a bear. Bear, 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 bear. <laughs> well, I feel like I might have ruined their marriage because I was like, oh my God, I just saw this bear. And the guy's like, oh, I wanted to see a bear. And she's like, you're not going down. <laughs> and, and then I walked away and I heard them fighting. Oh, hey, no. you know, statistically speaking, I, something I was going to ruin their marriage. So it might as well have been your bear story. <laughs> That was it, Chrissy. Right, you I, came into their life right at that precise moment for I a reason. Definitely caused a fight. I'll tell you that. Oh my gosh! I, I, I definitely caused a fight. Um, Who else have you met out there? I've met. Oh, I, I met. Um, I met a lesbian who wanted me to be a lesbian with her. Time out. You just said another, another lesbian. Another, implying that someone else is, or there were multiple. No, no, no. Well, I mean, no, I haven't been hit on by a woman in a long time. In fact, the last time I was hit on by a woman was when I was hiking the Camino. And it made me start to wonder if it's a hiking thing. Like, I, they did put me in, in a Subaru, and I kind of think that might be a lesbian car. I don't know. <laughs> um, <but>, um, <laughs> Chrissy, you know, I have to tell you, I have to tell you that when, okay, so I... We're going to save you from this one. <laughs> I did not realize how much I fit the stereotype for lesbian Oh, dude. <laughs> until, what are you, he's laughing like I didn't know that. Until I was about to go somewhere. And, okay, so I'm like me, you know, and I'm wearing like my uh, yeah. my camping clothes like I always wear. And like my Birkenstocks and I've got my Subaru and like I'm wearing like a, like a fleece vest over a thermal shirt with cargo pants. And I look in the with, mirror. With your pixie haircut. Yeah. I look in the mirror and I ask Robbie. This is why people think I'm a lesbian, right? <laughs> He's like, yep. And then you listen to the, jamming out to the to the bare naked ladies. I, know, I love bare naked ladies. With your flannel no, shirt it was on. Indigo girls. <laughs> okay, whatever. Either way, they're barefoot. Heather, so, just so you know, remember, Heather. Remember, before we started this show, we were like, we're going to do these photos together because we're going to be super professional from the beginning. Right. And we went out with Kylene, and that's when you met Sandra <laughs> Kylene, and she was taking our photos and. I, I told her, be very careful not to make us look like an engaged lesbian couple. We totally Remember? did look like we were and having we did, our engagement you pictures. Long pants on. You had your long pants on. I had my little dress on. I was wearing a cute blazer. <laughs> we looked like we were going to the prom. I just, can I do, we, did, we need to take a quick time out <laughs> and just say that there's nothing wrong. It's like the Seinfeld episode. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just the misidentification no, is funny. Well, no. So that's, yes. that's funny. No. Um, correct. <laughs> I, just, I I can smell the hate mail coming. <laughs> no. You know, I, I liked your stereotype. show until I found out you were both such bigoted right. idiots. No, no, no. I said stereotype. Yes, That's yes. a stereotype. Yes. We are a very, very gay and lesbian, transgender-friendly program, and we, we love all of our friends. And beso- it's not like Heather drives with some sort of hippie mobile like a Subaru or a Prius or something like that. <laughs> oh. oh, wait. 
wait. Well, right now I'm driving a Subaru as well, and I met a lesbian, and her name was Star with two R's. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> yeah, Star with two R's, and she was really sweet. She was a very, very pretty girl. Um, if I if I was of that persuasion, she would have been a great choice. She was really, really lovely, but. Um, you know, I'm not. So So bears and lesbians. <laughs> so it didn't work out. Yeah, that, that relationship <laughs> didn't pan out. What are you going to do today? Well, today, I think I'm going to go do um, Golden Trout Lake hike. Okay. There's a lot of, of little bitty lakes all over the place, and um, those, those are a really nice hike. There's usually hike out to the lake. Usually you go around the lake. You get a vantage point of mountains from a few different sides. You know, you're just kind of down in the valley, whatever, and um, then you hike back out, and it's a pretty easy to follow route and a pretty easy day. And most of these hikes, it's it's late in the season here; it's the very end of the season. But most of these hikes are pretty populated, and especially after my bear adventure, I like it better when there's some other people around. So I'm hoping that 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 one. Is populated. I, I just for fun to torture yeah. myself. I googled Golden Trout Lake, and you can just just yeah. go trip Fight over me. a rock or something. <laughs> Brian, it's gorgeous. I trip over a rock, you're responsible. Well, <laughs> no, we hope you have a great day. But we are super jealous because it's um, not here. Not here. <laughs> yeah. We wish is, we were there. Is the weather bad there? I heard that yesterday was, like, really terrible. It's it getting... Terrible. We have been promised a cool front and that it's um, going to be getting much nicer. But at the present moment, it's um, Tallahassee Swamp. Yeah. Tomorrow, the oh, high is oh. 73 and the low is 54. But it's going to rain all day. And then Wednesday, same temperatures, but it was sunny. So it's getting better. What, yeah. has, what, what has surprised me here? is sometimes I look at the weather and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so cold. It's so cold. I'm, I'm going to be frozen. And actually, when you're just out moving around and everything, it, I mean, it's brisk, but it feels really nice. You know, it's not like when I think 40 or 50 anything, you know, I, I think it's going to be way too cold for me because I'm a Florida girl, you know, and I'm used to the swamp. And um, it's actually really, really pleasant. It's, it's nice. It's a nice reprieve for sure. And I don't know what it's going to be like when I go to Utah because that's next, and I think it's going to be hot there. So wow. We'll when do you go to Utah? I go to Utah um, for three or four more days. And okay. I go to Utah for, for five days. And then I come home, and then I'll come in and uh, record with you, Heather. Yeah. I haven't seen you in the studio for like a month. I know. It's been forever. And when you come back, you're going to be 40. I will be 40 years old. This is my last few days uh, in my 30s. I would say that they're going pretty well. And I'm excited about 40. I, I'm not afraid of the 40s. I think the 40s is uh, my decade. As I said, the 2020s, even though it is what it is this year, this is the decade of Chrissy, and that doesn't change just because 2020 happened. It's so. going to be the year of the bear. That yeah. bear was a, a foreshadowing. There's something oh. awesome about bears. It came to tell it's you something. The year of, it's the year of the fox because I saw a fox and whenever I'm having a big transition in my life, whenever something like really new and exciting has happened, I spot a fox. And I spotted a fox the first time I drove through the neighborhood where I live and I knew that I wanted to build a house there and a little fox ran out in the road and looked at me and I knew I was going to. And then I saw a fox the day that I moved into the house I built and he was there to tell me that I was where I was supposed to be. 
and I saw a fox um, up on top of the mountain two days ago, and I found a lucky penny that day, and I found a lucky penny the day after. And, and then you met a lesbian. <laughs> no, I met the lesbian before that. Oh, okay. What did the fox say? <laughs> ring, 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 ring. <laughs> I love no, that. he didn't, Brian. He said, he said, crack a cow. Having children in that era was <laughs> awful. All right. Well, we're going to let you get back to um, walking in your walking boots. All right. And okay, I'll see you guys soon. Good to okay. talk to you. Be careful. Be safe. Don't trip. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, can't wait to get back in my car and go fight some traffic. Seriously, and yeah. And make my kids a sandwich. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay, though. We're going to have fun even without <laughs> Chrissy. Yes, we are. We might not have bears or lesbians or foxes. <laughs> or foxy bear lesbians. None of that. None of that. But I do have um, some Heather's headlines for Okay. You. Hit me. Headlines. Extra, extra, read all about it. Heather's headlines. Okay, so um, I like to do a little thing with Heather's Headlines called Did That Happen? Have you heard this played on our show before? Yes, I think so. So you're going to read me a headline and I have to pick out if it's fake or not? Correct. Okay. And then we're going to talk about it. Perfect. Okay, so here's the first one. You have to tell me, did that happen? Okay. Man who made knife from frozen poop (laughs) is among the 2020... Nobel Prize winners. He made a knife from frozen poop. Yes. And he won a Nobel Prize. So I envision a scenario. I'm going to say yes, it happened. I'm going to envision a scenario where a guy survives a plane crash in the Arctic, fashions a knife out of poop, and uses it to survive, and writes a book about it, and gets a Nobel Prize for literature. (laughs) Well, you are correct. It did happen. It did happen. Because, of course, 2020 is the year when somebody makes a knife out of frozen poop. But it wasn't a Nobel Peace Prize. It was a... Ignobel, Ignobel. Oh, the Ignobel prizes. I've yes, heard of these. Yes, the spoof prizes for dubious but humorous scientific achievement. Um, and this was an anthropologist who tested an urban legend by fashioning a knife out of frozen human feces. Oh boy! Um, and then there's also another man um, who is a, a winner who found that spiders give scientists wait. A man who found that spiders oddly give scientists who study insects the heebie-jeebies <laughs> are among the winners. So scientists who study spiders are freaked out, are by, freaked spiders? out by spiders. That's so, odd. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> so this, it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, I, I used to watch Mythbusters, and there was a myth one time about you can't shine a, you can't shine a turd, and they proved that you can. Oh. They shined. They took a turd. And they compressed it, and they shined it, and they buffed it, and it was the most beautiful, you know what, shiny brown sphere you've ever seen in your life. When they you shined put it that way, I could see how that could possibly yep. actually happen because see? if it's dried and then you compress it, yeah, and that's how diamonds are made. Perfect. Well, this man is um, Metin Aaron. He's been fascinated since high school um, by the story of an Inuit man in Canada who made a knife out of his own excrement. The story has been told and retold, but is it true? Well, he and his colleagues decided to find out. He's an assistant professor of anthropology at Kent State University in Ohio, co-director of the university's experimental archaeology lab. They experimented, all right. And um, so he froze it to minus 50 degrees centigrade. Okay. okay. 
And then he filed it to a sharp edge. Okay. And then he tried to cut meat with it. <laughs> Rump roast? <laughs> Maybe it was a pork butt. There you go. Could have been. <laughs> the poop knives failed miserably, he said in a telephone interview. There's not a lot of basis <laughs> um, empirically for this fantastic story, but it could be done. There you go. It didn't say you had to have a working knife. You just Correct. made a knife. Right, yeah. I pulled up a picture of the shiny turd. This is a very visual oh experience. Right? It's like a cue ball. It's like a brown cue yeah. ball. There, there you it go. It does. They polished a turd. Ugh, gosh, that's disgusting. The swirls. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I think you ate some corn in there, too. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe it was bear poop and it, it had parts people in it. Could have been. <laughs> it's a jingle bell. Oh, if, you, if you move it around, you can probably hear, he'll still like hear the jingle. All right, number two. Number two. Oh, ha, ha, number two. <laughs> I love, this this is fun. Okay, number two. Did this happen? This was actually, okay, I'm not going to give it away. Vietnamese condom factory <laughs> accused of recycling used prophylactics. No. God. Where would they get them? <laughs> I'm going to say I don't believe it. No, no, it can't. No, the that's factory not. owner allegedly admits to buying used condoms, washing them, and packing them. Washing them. Oh my lord! The Vietnamese police say they are going to investigate a factory that was found recycling about three hundred and twenty thousand used condoms for resale. Oh God! What brand? I don't want to know. Don't you don't want to know? No. So yes, I do. <laughs> following a tip from a local resident. Just a tip. <laughs> Was it a reservoir tip? Uh, provincial <laughs> market inspectors over the weekend raided a factory um, where they found used condoms being repacked for sale. A I'm market. Gonna, I'm going to literally vomit. <laughs> a market inspector said that the owner of the factory, a 34 year old <laughs> woman, <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, she bought the condoms from a man. <laughs> ah, God, make it stop! I don't want to talk about the condoms anymore. <laughs> That happened. Oh my God! That happened. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. <laughs> this was not in the job description. <laughs> oh. My eyes are watering. Look at me. I'm literally about to vomit at the thought. I promised Chrissy I'd be nice. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay. Now, next. This one. Okay. <sighs> so this one is hopefully not um, vomit inducing. Hopefully not. No promises. <laughs> Did is this happening? Okay. okay. Dogs are performing COVID-19 tests at Helsinki Airport. They say that, yeah, I have to believe that's true. Okay. Because they can, uh, cancer smelling dogs and Mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, I would bet that's true. Yeah. The Finnish canine coronavirus detectors can sense the virus by snicking the neck sweat of travelers. So they sniff your neck. And I guess they can tell whether or not you are um, carrying... COVID. We don't deserve dogs. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they can find used... Never mind. Probably so. Probably so. That's probably where they got them. Right. I'm not going to speculate on how that happened. <laughs> um, but it works like this. After passengers get their luggage from baggage claim, they volunteer to wipe sweat from their neck and leave it in a box. Uh-huh. And then a trainer puts the box next to the containers of other scents for one of the disease-sniffing dogs to sniff. The process takes about a minute. If the dog says positive, the person is sent for the health center for a free virus test that would involve 
something more invasive than wiping mm. your neck. Um, and it wow. says preliminary research suggests that the doggy sniff test might be more effective at detecting coronavirus infections than the standard um, brain poke that we're currently doing. <laughs> yeah, they get deep with that swab. <laughs> I, th- I have not been te- Have you been tested? No, I have not. I have not either. I've not. I've sort of dodged it. I've had zero symptoms. and But um, I kind of fear that my day is coming because um, my daughter is in a public high school and they the list of people at the school who have had it is not monumental, but then they start quarantining you based on um, contact tracing. Right. And so then the health department gets involved because the health department knows whose kids are where and all this. And so there's, I have no lots of families who are being yeah. quarantined here and there. It's so. just a matter of time. Yeah. I have not had to get tested and I don't, I've had opportunities to get tested. Like yeah. when they did the drive through, Yeah. Um, I thought maybe so. And then when I was going on vacation during the summer, I thought maybe I'll go get tested, um, you know, just so that I can know whether or not I'm potentially yeah. infecting my family. Um, but I didn't, and we were all fine. If they would let a dog do it, I'm in. Sniff me. I could totally I'm, do I'm the good. sniff test. Yeah. yeah, I think we should start this immediately because yeah. I will. I would do that. Um, but no, I. My husband has been tested several times for work. Yeah, but he's been negative. I know people who bought boxes of the quick tests online. Like I'm a friend of a friend, uh, no, a friend's, the parents of a friend. I went to pick up a child, and they had two cardboard boxes of you know the quick tests right. on their counter so like they if they hear that someone i don't know where they got them or how they yeah. acquired them but they're available for sale somewhere and he had a bunch so i have a friend who is um a um, instacart mm, yeah, yeah. person yeah and um she gets she she must do the over-the-counter tests yeah. because she gets tested all the time does she make a decent little side cash for that i don't know she just started doing it during yeah. um covid yeah because she was you know she had time and she yeah. wasn't concerned and yeah. she felt like it could be a service to other people yeah um but i i don't know i mean she keeps doing it so yeah. i mean i mean, I guess she must be getting something out of it sure so finland would need to have 700 to 1000 coronavirus sniffing dogs to cover schools malls and retirement homes according to um one of their representatives um, and a network of hospitals has funded um, the trial's first stage. So I guess we'll see what Let or rip. we catch Let's on. go. I think that's awesome. See, now that is, that is ingenuity at work. Perfect. All right, here we go. Okay, I mean. Last headline. Okay. Did this happen? Okay. A Detroit driver was arrested after successfully jumping over a drawbridge. Mm. Was the Tokyo Drift song playing? <laughs> um, boy, I would a couple more de- if they if the story was a little bit. Oh, I can give you more details. Um, no, I'm gonna say, you know, Detroit, Detroit American Muscle. I think he probably did it. Okay, I'm gonna give you a, a clue about the game. Did this happen? Okay, it always happened. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> tell me now on the last one. Um, I would love to have been in the car for that. That would have been a cool little deal. Well, you you would have been arrested. Tell me it's on video. It is on video. Oh, yeah, I got to pull this up. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, yeah, it's on video. It is a foolhardy motorist in Detroit. He's in hot foolhardy. water. Um, he's in hot water with the law after he channeled his inner action hero and jumped over a drawbridge in his car. According to a local media report, the jaw-dropping incident occurred on Wednesday evening when the unnamed man was cruising along a bridge that spans the Rouge River. Oh, boy. At the moment he arrived, the bridge had begun raising, which under normal circumstances would be a cue for him to stop. But this driver, 
he saw his opportunity. <laughs> he was like, he I'm going for it. Fast and the Furious moment. <laughs> hit the NOS and went for it. The drawbridge operator saw what was about to happen and he said, I looked and I said, no, he ain't. No, he ain't. <laughs> but his disbelief quickly gave over to the realization that the man was indeed trying to jump the bridge. Oh, my God. He hit the emergency stop button, but it was too late. The bridge is up a little bit open. He went, blew out all four of his tires, crashed onto the other gate. Um, he successfully completed the jump, and then police officers were I waiting see the for him on he the other it, side. He did it like in a... <laughs> like in a Sentra. In a crabby little white car. <laughs> I mean, like, that's not a Fast and the Furious... Oh, my gosh. Here's the drawbridge operator. He's talking. I've watched the video. <laughs> Man, alive. That's insane. Can you insane. imagine? I mean... Okay, who has not thought about doing that? Well, let me tell you, I was a child of the 80s, and I grew up in the area era of the Dukes of Hazard, and so I have been dreaming of jumping uh, a, an orange Dodge, Challenge, Dodge uh, Charger uh, since I was about eight years old. Yeah. So I would absolutely, every time I see a drawbridge, I think, you know, I'm like, flying over the bridge, but it never works out. I've never done it. I wouldn't, I don't know that, I mean, I know I would not have the guts to actually do it, but I salute this man. Yeah. He That's saw his bold. opportunity, and he was like, you only live once. I'm the, doing it. There's an intersection here in town that uh, they repaved the road since I was in college, but there's this particular intersection in town where it was like an easy an easy incline up to a fairly steep cross street and a fairly steep drop off on the other side. And you, you go over it at like 40 miles an hour. You kind of have a little woo, and you feel like you get a little weightless for a second. And so I always wondered, like, you know, if I hit that going like 50, would I, would I get some air? And so one day I did it. I, I hit that thing going about 55, and um, I got, you know, I probably got three inches of air, but it felt like I was, you know, the superhero flying over the drawbridge. Wow. Yeah. So I've, I've jumped a car, but not over a drawbridge. It was over, like, you know, Gain Street back in the day. That's crazy. I just, whenever I see stuff like that, I just assume that it's fake. The jumping? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The people actually jump cars. Yeah. Stuntmen do it. You know, it's like, you know, they. I guess it's just physics. You just have to get yeah. up the right amount. Yeah, yeah. Leverage. Force equals mass times right. acceleration, and you got to overcome gravity and the weight of the car, and that's this speed would accomplish that. I did once have a car go over my car. What? Okay, so I was driving with a friend. This was in high school, and we're driving through a neighborhood, and a car. It wrecked. It like it hit the sure. curb and it flew. It went airborne and it flew over us because Whoa. my friend had a sunroof and it was open. And I remember looking up and seeing the bottom of the car. No way. And it landed on the other side of us. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was terrifying. Oof. And then I don't really, I think after that, it, things were pretty not interesting. Like we, <laughs> no we went and cars. checked on the lady and, and she was okay enough to like, this was before cell phones. So somehow we got the police there. Wow. And, um, but then once, once she had help on the way, we got out of there. My, uh, my cousin was in a car that rolled. Uh, his Ooh. sister was going too fast on a windy road in Northern Alabama and they flipped a car and, uh, landed on their side and so he had to climb out through a window and they were basically in someone's yard and so he walked this is before cell phones so he like you know limped up to the door and knocked on the door he hadn't spoken yet and so when he started talking to explain we need the police 
like there was pieces of glass <gasps> in his mouth, so he mm-hmm. like had to spit out pieces oh my of gosh. like the broken window to uh, to communicate that they needed to call nine one one. You know that person probably still tells this story, right? Yeah, this guy was yeah. at my door, and I opened the door, and he spit out a bunch of glass from yeah. his mouth. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Yeah, well, but I've never been in a knock on wood. I've never been in a crazy car accident like that. I mean, a couple fender benders, but. Oof, nothing catastrophic. Like, I've be been um, I've been hit by a drunk driver. Oh wow! And my car um, got totaled, and I had glass in my face, like oh, in wow. my skin, and um, I had I was picking pieces of glass out of my skin for a few days afterwards. Wow. Yeah, that same cousin got hit by a drunk driver on the way home from spring break. A uh, guy crossed the median and hit him basically head on, and um, he had a massive scar, like a big, like the size of a soda can, like the, mm-hmm. the ring. Like his forehead hit the windshield because he wasn't wearing a seatbelt because he's dumb, and uh, and he got his whole forehead torn off, and he had to like you know get reconstructive surgery back. It was crazy. Wow. So he's been in two bad car accidents. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations. On you passed my quiz. Okay, good. You got all of the answers correct. Well, if you <laughs> if you'd have told me how it worked beforehand, you know, we'll see. Well, I told Christy I was going to be nice, but I can't be that nice. No, 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 no. Don't, I don't want it any, any prep. I can't. If you're too nice to me, I'll feel out of place. <laughs> I have personally loved having you here today. Thank you. Um, you are going to be here for when we do our recap episode. The 100th episode is yes, coming up. it's going to be the 100th episode. What number episode. is this? I don't know. <laughs> the something. 94. Not, I don't know. I don't know. But you're going to be here for the 100th episode. Fabulous. And that is going to be awesome. I look forward to it. We're going to do all um, 100 activities. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this last time, like, you know, the, the Cheerios on the shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I recall. <laughs> but that's it for this week. Awesome. Till next time. Bye. See ya. <laughs>